Good morning, afternoon, evening, or whatever time you're listening in. I'm your host, Josh, joined by my co-host, Jared, and you're listening to the Whiskey Danger Show. Howdy, folks. Jared, have you ever eaten something hot and you burned yourself? Like, I, I, I take it you mean like fresh out the oven hot? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I don't know if you've done the, you do this as well, but can you explain to me why my natural instinct or reaction is this, that I, 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 I take a, a jalapeno popper fresh out of the oven, it's semi-fresh, you know, it's been there for a couple minutes, but I pick it up, I take a bite, the cheese comes out, comes spurting out on my lip. That's the best Burns the, the hell out of my lip. And my first instinct is, oh, oh, that's hot. Let's shove the whole thing in my <laughs> mouth real quick. That's very similar to my reaction. Uh, except for I do the the next thing. The next step is to, let's get another one. <laughs> <laughs> I love jalapeno poppers. So I, I, I do that probably every time I cook them. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you're just sitting there, you're playing, you know, hot potato in your mouth with a hollow, you know, bouncing around like, oh, no, that's too hot, that's too hot, quick, move it around. But it tastes so good. <laughs> it does. It, it, well, I mean, and they're, they're, they're so weird because there's like this weird time, time frame that you have to eat them. I mean, obviously, if they're too hot, that you know, they burn, but if you let them sit there for too long. They suck. Then they're kind of. Yeah, they're like eh. they're like mozzarella sticks, you know. It's like you have to eat them when they're fresh, and the cheese is kind of melty and soft. Otherwise, they're not good. So, I don't know. They're like this weird thing where you have a time, you have a very strict time limit to eat them, and just to get in in that sweet spot, it's very difficult. I find. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I I burn my my both top and bottom lip, the top of my mouth, a couple parts of my tongue. But yeah, yay. Ten ten would do it again though, right? Probably. <laughs> um, you think after 20 years of, of cooking this stuff, crap in, in the oven myself, I would learn I haven't yet, so I'm probably not going to change now. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'm going to do things a little different this episode, maybe somewhat, a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, first little thing. I, I found this. This is an accident. I found this today. Um, the uh, Dragon Quest games, or Dragon Warrior, depending on, you know, <clears throat> you know how familiar you are with the series. Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior. Uh, very, uh, well, semi-popular in the United States, very popular in Japan. An RPG, a series of RPG games uh, stretches all the way back to the NES, I believe, right? Yes, very first one was on the NES. And they had quite a few, uh, you know, later, Super Nintendo, uh, PlayStation, PS2. GameCube. I don't know. I don't know about PS3. Uh, but didn't Dragon Dragon Warrior Eight come out on PS3, or was that PS2? See, I I want to say that was PS2. You know, I'm just gonna sit here and pull up my what should I call it? And yeah, Eight was PS2. Okay. Um. I don't know if there was anything on the three, but like I know they they went off and did some uh, online only stuff in Japan that didn't come out here. Uh, they still they still have it. Uh, I think that was ten. I don't maybe nine might have been on the DS. I think it's just Dragon Quest Heroes that came out on PS3. Okay, okay. Uh, and then of course you have the uh, the really popular Eleven uh, for the PS4. Uh, well, anyway, there's this um, uh, manga. Yeah. Would, well, it's also an anime. Is. It's also an anime. I've watched. Well, yeah. Um, and so this is uh, Dragon Quest: The Adventures of Dai. Pretty sure that's how you say that. Yes. Volume One: Disciples of Avon. Of Avon. Okay. And this came out at, um, March first of this year. Today is the 13th of March, so this was 12 days ago that it released, and it's 336 pages, it's in English, published by Viz Media, and you can get it now on Amazon, it looks like the current price is 16.91. so yeah, it, 
this looks uh i i want to get the, i want to get this i don't do a lot of uh manga to be honest then get it but do it this is something that's like you know what it's video game related looks pretty cool uh i've never read the manga but i have watched the anime and if usually the manga is better than the anime so i could tell you the anime is good so that's what, I, what i'm wondering here though is is this based on is this something new or is this based on something that's already been done like an anime or a game uh that's, this is not new i'm pretty sure that this this is probably originally ran in the let me see monthly shonen jump in 2002 okay okay so it's not new oh no no actually i'm sorry sorry originally in weekly shonen jump 1989 i'm sorry <laughs> which makes sense because the original anime i believe was the early 90s like 91 93 ish yeah, I didn't see the, and I haven't seen the anime. I should get, I should look into that. Uh, yeah, um, where was I? I was, I was somewhere, and they had this plastered as an ad on the side of it. I I glanced there and I'm like, oh, this is annoying. What the hell? Hey, wait. Well, actually, no. Wait, what is this? <laughs> and um, so I'm I'm actually like, for once in my life, I'm glad for an ad. How about that, right? Yeah. Occasionally, Google gets you get your uh, preferences right occasionally you know once every five years uh so yeah uh if you liked uh if you like reading manga and you're looking for something new that you haven't read before or you like rpgs you like dragon quest dragon warrior you know check this out There's something i didn't know was uh going to be put out there yeah it's a good it's probably a good collection i'm sure it is yeah all right so uh playstation had their state of play uh, this last week, and you know it's it's they 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 have their state of play like Nintendo has their Nintendo Direct. I, I, f- I feel like state of play is kind of a awkwardly lame name, but I it had, it was I remember even when they first came out with them I was like they couldn't come up with anything better than that, right? Uh, like. I could probably sit down for an hour and come up with probably a dozen different better names than State of Play. Like, but hey, whatever, you know. Um, they announced uh, several things, which we might go over some of those, maybe. We have well, at least one of them right here, anyway. Uh, the Cowabunga Collection. That's, uh, yeah, so. It's a day one purchase for me. I'll just preface that right here. <laughs> It, it it is for me as well. I believe I just there's one little issue, and I'll get to that. So yeah, Konami, Nickelodeon, and Retro Game Collection expert Digital Eclipse have put together thirteen uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games uh, to be released on. It's on everything: Xbox, Steam, I believe. It, it is. Uh, it is coming out on just about every platform. Yeah. Uh, physically on all the consoles as well. Yeah, it's going to be PlayStation Switch and digital and physical for the consoles. It, it's going to have um, uh, TMNT, the arcade, uh, Turtles in Time for Arcade, the original NES game, uh, TMNT 2, the arcade game for NES, the Manhattan Project for NES, Tournament Fighters in NES, Turtles... Uh, Turtles in Time for Super NES, Tournament Fighters on Super NES, The Hyperstone Heist for Genesis, Tournament Fighters for Genesis, Fall of the Foot Clan for Game Boy, Back from the Sewers Game Boy, and Radical Rescue from the Game Boy. Now, I've I've played the I've played most two of these. arcade. <laughs> well, I've played a few. I played the two arcade games. I had I owned the original Turtle game for NES. Believe I've tried via emulation the arcade game for NES and also Turtles in Time for the Super NES. I'm not sure. I I'm, I'm pretty sure I've tried Hyperstone Heist on Genesis. And I think I did the Tournament Fighters for Genesis or Super NES. I didn't care so much for the Tournament Fighters. That one was kind of, you know. Well, you play, you and, said you played it on emulation and that it's not great. It's not, but I loved it. Because I had this when I was 10 years old <laughs> on the Super Nintendo. 
Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I, I can see, like, back in the day, when it was new, it probably was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, it was probably, like, early to mid-2000s when I tried it, and I was like, yeah, that's something. That's kind of neat. Okay. You know, I didn't play any of the Game Boy games. I've only so... played the first one. Was it good? Uh, <clears throat> for a Game Boy game? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, this is going to cost uh, $40, I assume, for the physical. Well, probably digital, too. It's it's 40 bucks regardless. That's all out on the official site. And when is it? Was there a date for this? Uh, I believe June is what I saw. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's on here, but I think it, I think it does come out in the summer. I got two weeks off in the in the first two weeks of June off, so hey, uh, hopefully it's there. Right now, the one caveat, the one issue I have here, really isn't with the game itself. It's my own personal preference, but my natural inclination is to buy this for the Switch. Mm-hmm. However, what if I feel because I've tri- I've streamed a couple of times on my PS5 on Twitch. What if I feel like streaming? Sure as hell can't do that with the Switch. You know the biggest reason why I'm gonna probably buy it for Xbox or PlayStation over the Switch. This for streaming. Well, that that can be a potential right there. But there's also the fact that Shredder's Revenge is coming out later this year. Isn't that coming to the Switch too? Nope, PlayStation Four and Xbox One. Really. See, I didn't know that. Well, so that's why I'm on the fence of, do I buy, do I buy this for just the my, the PlayStation, or do I buy two copies, like a fool, <laughs> get one for the Switch and one for the PlayStation? the The only way I could see myself wanting it for the Switch would be for portability. Yeah, but you know, that's not. I'll be honest. Uh, I'll I'll say this now. My Switch is. Not been turned on in probably two months. Yeah, I haven't. I told you I was ready to record tonight, and then where I sent the message, and I'm sitting here for a few minutes. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go pick up my Switch because I haven't played it. I got it, turned it on, I sat down, and you're ready. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, I guess I don't get to play my Switch. And <laughs> I set it down on the desk right, right there. And um, yeah, and I didn't even remember what was in there, but I turned on. It was um. Mario Kart, I guess, because I'm still sludging, trudging through the what's on there, trying to unlock the stupid uh, little carts and wheels and and parachutes and things like that, you know. And Mario Kart's pretty freaking awesome. It is, it is. Uh, But I I guess it's been a couple of weeks, I think, maybe since I played it. I haven't, yeah, no, I haven't been using my Switch nearly as much. Usually, just it's the PS5 because even if if I'm playing a game and and I'll get home from work, turn it on, and I'll, I'll get into a game and like five minutes, I'm like, you know, I I don't I don't know, I don't want to do this. I don't feel it. I'm not feeling it. I don't. I just want to watch something, and I don't have to do anything else. All I got to do is click a few buttons with my you know headphones plugged into my controller, and I'm watching Netflix or YouTube or HBO Max or something. You know, it's the kind of, it's. I didn't buy it for that, but it is for me, you know, it is. when I'm at home at three in, three in the morning, it's nice to be able to watch stuff with my headphones on, you know. I, it is nice. Oh, that's actually a feature that I ta- hadn't really used all that often until recently. And I got to say, I really like it. Um, Even on my bedroom TV. When I'm sitting in bed and the wife's asleep, if I want to watch something, I can hook my Bluetooth headphones up to my TV. And, you know, it is nice. Yeah. Back to what uh, I was saying, which one I was going to buy, which version. Um, I don't know. I, I, I will say I do. I think I do prefer buying stuff for the Switch because it's it takes up less space. It's a smaller game case. I kind of like that. It's just not the best system to buy games for, unfortunately. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm likely going to get it on PlayStation. It's just up in the air whether I'll get it for the Switch. Well, I'm probably in the same boat. Like, to be honest, I might even pick it up digitally for the Switch. Yeah. I mean, because that way it's, it's just... There. 
Yeah, there are certain. I've gotten to the point I can think where there are certain games where like I want that. I want it a, a digital. I want it in my hand. But there's others where it's like you know I could see myself wanting to play that randomly, and I will buy a digital version. Like I have Minecraft digital, just because it's one of those where I don't really need feel the need to put a disc in and. You know, Minecraft's always going to be around or whatever, you know? Well, yeah, it ain't going nowhere. It's like the plague. <laughs> <laughs> the the common cold. Yeah, the common cold. There you go. Just when you think it's gone, it comes back for round two. Yeah. Okay, so next, also from uh, the PlayStation thing. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> <They> announced. <laughs> yeah, the thing. Uh, a new uh, Gundam game, which... Uh, I'm always eager for new Gundam stuff. This is a uh, Gundam Hero Shooter, Gundam Evolution. It's going to be free to play, which is you know uh-huh, okay. And I you don't really have anything to lose to check it out. Yeah, it's free. Uh, it's going to be on PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. You know the ones that matter. <laughs> and. It's going to be, uh, it's going to launch sometime this year. It's going to be first person team based shooter with six versus six combat and three objective based game modes point capture, domination, and destruction. Uh, you'll have, uh, you see, you have the RX 782 Gundam, which is, you know, the, the original. You have the Gundam Barbados. And then you know, they're going to have the Sasabi, Zaku 2, and. Turn A Gundam. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. I have Turn A Gundam. And it, it, they have a. It, they're going to have a starting roster of twelve units with additional unlockable mobile units, mobile suits available through earnable in-game currency or Evo coins, a real money purchase. You know, obviously it's free to play, so you know it's going to have that. Um, they're going to have a network test. Yep, and I just signed up for it while we were talking. Yeah, yeah, but it's only for people who have a PC that could, you know, play it. April seventh to twelfth. Um, they Bandai Nam Bandai Namco did say that a similar test for console will be coming at an unspecified date. That's what I'm waiting for. You can sign up as a PC player for the closed. You can re- you know sign up for the, and register for the closed network test via Steam through March twenty eighth. And it's literally so, just clicking a button. <laughs> I, I'm you got to let me know how it is. I I, I I will definitely be checking it out because what do, like you said, what do I got to lose? Uh, yeah. I've seen uh, people uh, make comments that it's basically um, Overwatch. Gundam, oh, yeah, it's basically Gundam Overwatch, which I I tried. Overwatch. I think they made it free on like PS4 or whatever for like a a weekend or something. I don't know. And I tried it out. I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. It is, but I never did buy it or you know really get into it. To be honest, I just yeah. So, but hey, Gundam. Yes, I'm there. I'll ch- I'll definitely check this out. It's free. So all it's going to cost me is probably some painful. Questions of what am I going to delete off my PS5 hard drive so I can play it? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that that does suck. This next one is actually kind of cool because I didn't think it was something you wanted to talk about, and then you added it to the list. Yeah, um, I actually bought it <laughs> days ago. I have not. I want. I'm. I'm going to uh, buy in probably later tonight. Just ten bucks. So, um, some really good games in the model. This uh, stuff like this happens quite a bit, I believe, with itch.io. Yes, where they will do uh, these game bundles, usually kind of like a like a charitable type of thing. You know, um, you donate some money. Usually, there's like a minimum buy-in. I think, right? And uh, can you uh, pay more than that if you want? Yes, you can. Okay. And the proceeds go to, you know, whatever that they've chosen for that, you know, charitable thing or whatever. Right now, they have the Bundle for Ukraine. We don't need to go into 
a whole lot of specific detail because everybody knows it's on everyone's mind. It's in the news everywhere. Everyone knows about the crap that they're being put through over there. And so they have this bundle here. Uh, over 700 creators join in to support to donate their work. All proceeds from the bundle will be split between the following charities. International Medical Corps provides medical assistance in the region. They have very low fundraising overhead, 1% of income, with 89% of donations going to medical aid and 10% to administration. Voices of Children, a Ukrainian organization that helps children cope with the horrors of war, PTSD, readjusting to school, and getting back to being kids. They have also been doing a lot of grassroots, impromptu work during the war, such as helping set up shelters. Our hope is that this war will be over soon, and they can begin the help, the work of healing these kids' hearts. So, they have almost 1,000 games, tabletop RPGs, books, etc. More than 600 have never been in a major bundle before. Several prominent developers and publishers signed up to itch.io specifically to be in this bundle and there's something for everyone uh you know they have 600 digital video games over 300 analog tabletop rpgs and dozens of asset packs books zines and comics soundtracks music and a host of other products also unique to this bundle we only allowed paid products so i'm assuming that means that games that were f are free or something were not allowed in yeah so that way people, I guess, they get feel like they got their value or whatever. And it's funny because, like, the first game that, that I'm, I see here is one that I've been interested in. It got some so-so reviews, but uh, Skatebird? <laughs> I played it. <It's... laughs> Did you? Yes. It was on Game Pass, uh, I think, last month. Was it good? Good enough? Good enough. Uh, it's good enough, it's not a, it's not a great game, but it's it's fun. It's okay. It's silly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting, like, it's not going to change my life or anything, but it looked like something kind of to get a chuckle out of, you know, every now and then. Cross Code's on here, though, and that's a really good game. Kingdom Two Crowns, Wander Song, uh, Goner. <laughs> yeah, there's Inmost. There's a, a Super Hot. Super Hot, Sundered. There, there's quite a few very good games in here, I'll be honest, and it's... 34 pages now that I'm looking at Celeste. I didn't even know Celeste was in here. That's a great game. Jotun. Okay, I need to stop now, or I'm just going to list off every good game. <laughs> I had a link, and I think... Did you accidentally delete it? Uh, oh, I had to separate all three of your links, because they were bleeding into one giant link. Uh, That's okay. all I did was separate them. Okay, one of them must have gotten lost then. Or something, or I messed up. Because um, there was another uh, link I had in there from Kotaku. It's still there. And I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, no, this is a different one. Oh. Um, yeah, because uh, the the one that's there isn't the one that I put in. So somehow that got that. Is, I mean, it's fine. I found it. But it's you know, it was titled "Where to Start on That Massive Ten Dollar Bundle for Ukraine," which you already got, right? You know, and it says, you know, thanks to Itch, you suddenly own 573 games. Here are some suggestions. And, you know, they 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 just talked about, you know, they, you know, where should you start? And they said that they, weren't, they wanna, didn't want to spend time on the obvious picks because you already know to check out Skatebird, Wondersong, Superhot, and Baba is You. And they go deeper and talk with, like, rigorous one called uh, Yinglet. Y-N-G-L-E-T. Uh, and it's uh, the reimagined platforming as a form of swimming. Oh. It's uh, set in a minimalist world of colorful joy. And that looks kind of interesting. Uh, Someone called uh, Midnight Scenes. Uh, it's by P uh, the pixel artist Octavi, Octavi Navarro, who provided the art for Thimbleweed Park. Okay. It's, uh, Thimbleweed Park's a very pretty game, too. Yes, and that looks like uh, a little interesting. Uh, Sa Sagebrush, it's a super low-poly adventure game, returning to the abandoned site of a former cult. Uh, yeah, so um, go to Kotaku, and you, you'll find up, you just look up, I don't know, type in, do the, go to the search bar and type 
Ukraine bundle and you'll be able to find this. It'll, it'll pop up in the search results. It's, um, it'll help you, you know, because obviously there's some titles in there that are like, were stand out. Like you, I, I've always wanted this. I know to, I can check this out, but this will help you with some other games that you may not know to check out out of that huge amount. Yeah. It's going to say you got almost a thousand games. So, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, and, this is, I guess, kind of tacked on since it's on the subject of the of uh, Ukraine. Uh, I'm sure you saw that uh, Advance Wars was delayed. No, I did not. Boo. They they delayed it because of what's going on over there. Um, uh, I believe the general consensus they see it's in light of what's going on. You know, they delayed the game. I, I believe it's it's because the in game, at least in the first one, I'm not sure about the second one, but the uh, in the first one, the country or whatever, or the the army that you're fighting against, is very obviously based on Russia. Um, yeah, I guess I never thought about that. So I guess because of that, you know, it's Nintendo, so they're like, yeah, we're just going to delay this, um, so it no longer has a release date. Kind of sucks, but you know, I, I guess I understand. When they were asked about it specifically, if they wanted to comment on why, uh, Nintendo replied and said, "While we have nothing to announce on this topic, we would like to express our concern for all those affected by the conflict." So, yeah. So yeah, that kind of sucks. This whole uh, Ukraine situation's uh pretty crappy, to be honest. So, so affecting all sorts of people. Big and small, and no, no, none more than the people actually living there, I'm sure. So, let's hope uh, this can all be put to an end soon enough. All right. So, Russia sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know some people would say, you know, oh, what does this have? What is what's going on over there? It doesn't affect gaming. Like, well, you know what? For one, these are human beings, just like the other people, and they shouldn't have to deal with this. Two, but it is affecting gaming. Yes, Stalker. The, Stalker got delayed too. And there was a a I don't know if it's the same that same developer. But there was another developer. I think that was working on stuff in Kiev. And they had to yeah. There there everything's there on hold while they had to escape. And who knows when they can come back? And I think that I think that's stuff. I think that's the Stalker two devs. Oh, is it? Yeah, they're okay. they're based out of Kiev, and they had to halt everything and and uh, flee. And then. Uh, if you do retro gaming and you have an EverDrive, yeah, well, you're, you're boned. Yeah, the creator of the EverDrive lives in the Ukraine. Yeah, that's Crix, um, right? Yeah, uh, I, I started following him on Twitter, and he seems to be they they were able him and his family were able to get away. He seems like he's okay, you know. Thankfully for him and his family. Uh, but yeah, if you if you want an EverDrive right now, you're not you're not getting one unless you get a used one from somewhere. So I like I I've been wanting to get one. I don't have any of them, you know. And but yeah, as soon as he's back in business, I'm I'm definitely going to support him and, and try to. I mean, they're kind of expensive, so they are I expensive. Could I could probably buy like one, but you know, maybe one a year. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try to help him out. Um. So yeah, stuff like this, you never know. I mean, the world is not as small as it used to be. So stuff that happens on the other side can still you know affect you here. You know. Yeah, just look at gas prices. Look at what? Oh, gas gas prices. Oh, there he says something about Casper. I'm like, wait, what? I I don't what? Yeah, that friendly ghost. <laughs> uh, Casper. Right, so, I'm talking about Casper Van Dien. Damn it. Um, this is uh, the next bit. A uh, little bit of news we got is not. It it sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, Thaddeus. William- Sorry. No, you could go ahead. No, Thaddeus, you know, he played Thaddeus Ross. So, yeah, William Hurt. Um, go ahead. I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, William Hurt, uh, Oscar-winning actor, uh, has died at 71. I did not know this. Um, apparently, and I had a link, but I don't know what happened to it. So, oh, that's weird. I can't, it's not even showing me the whole page now. Um. He was uh, diagnosed 
with a terminal cancer in 2018. I'm not sure what type it is. I had it up, but anyway, um, it had at that point, I guess, metastasized to his bones already, and there was nothing they could could do. Uh, he he was yeah he pl- but he played um old Thunder Thunderbolt Ross for about ten years across five different Marvel movies. I also remember him from the Lost in Space movie, which didn't do so well. I like that movie. I I did too. I really enjoyed it. He was he was the dad in the movie. I'd forgotten about about that. I I was looking through his list of his movies. I'm like, that's where I also know him from. Oh my god, I forgot he was in that. It didn't do very well, I don't think, but I really, I really liked it, and I was kind of hoping that they would have made more. And of course, obviously, they didn't. Sadly, yeah, uh, you know. And so, it's kind of a, always a bit of an awkward thing when you have a someone, an actor who dies with a character like this, because you're you're sad that you won't be able to see that character anymore. But that's not to take away. That isn't. That's not meant to take away from the fact that he is a human and an actor who had many other works you know it's not to take away from that or you know the, the you know but it does suck that you know because there was a you know a lot of speculation that hints that we were going to see him as red hulk sometime uh, somewhat soon but obviously that isn't going to happen now the the awkward part is here here is where do you recast him? I don't, you know, I'm I'm of the mind, I'm getting closer to the mind of the thought process here. Where like, you know, just, it, it's unfortunate he passed away, but he was not the character. That, that character existed before him, and it's unfortunate that he passed, but he did. So why do we need to retire the character? Oh, uh, We'll see how Marvel handles that. I mean, in any event, it it does really suck that he passed away. I I, I liked him as an actor. Uh, seen seen him in several uh, more human capacities. That were, you know, the where he wasn't acting, and he seemed seemed like a pretty awesome dude. So, yeah, yeah. I hope they they are able to recast the parts in in a way that pays tribute to him. Because he he did that role uh really well he he was uh, what was Hulk two thousand eight I think yes um you really didn't like him <laughs> in that movie but with that that was just a testament to how well he 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 played that character you know when when there when there was someone on screen and you're just like man I don't like that guy and you're not talking about the, them as a person you know they did a good job. They made you feel something, you know. And oh, I agree. That if they were to do some kind of recasting, they they, they got some big shoes to fill. They, they really do. So, I didn't. I didn't even real. I didn't realize he was seventy one because he he didn't look seventy one. Yeah, yeah, I figured maybe fifties, sixties, maybe I guess you know. But I was like, wow, seventy one. It sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, so rest in peace. Mr. Hurt, hopefully you're not suffering anymore. Well, I imagine you're not. It's family as well. Condolences. Yeah. It's hard to segue from that into another subject, especially yeah. an awesome, especially an awesome one. <laughs> you added this, so um, you talk about it. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, apparently a character is getting his own spinoff series that. Now, um, I'm talking about a comic series. Um, this character originated on a Disney Plus show. And the character would be... Well, I'll just read the headline. Asgard's favorite reptile is starring in a new Infinity comic. Read the first issue of Alligator Loki. <laughs> that follow along with the series on Marvel Unlimited. Um, yeah, I mean... I would have liked to have seen more, you know... Film? <laughs> something along the lines of you know like uh the cartoons would have been kind of funny with with the adventures of alligator loki um if, but you know i i haven't actually read the comic yet so i can't 
reserve any judgment until I read it. Um, but I want to because it's absolutely absurd. And just based on the pictures that were shared, I mean, if you didn't click on the link and look at the pictures, you should. But it definitely looks awesome. I, um, I just clicked on the link. So it's loading, so maybe this will answer my question. But, like, what I want to know is, like, Alligator Loki obviously did not. Yeah, see, there's no speech in this anyway. It's just the art. But he, he didn't talk. Nope. So I'm I'm really curious. And obvi- obviously this is a comic, but is he going to talk in this? <laughs> well, I, I could see Thought Bubbles. Yeah. Being a thing, okay, yeah, that could and, work. And the other, and the other characters being the ones to to do the actual talking. Okay, so I look. I guess it looks like Alligator Loki like comes over into somehow Earth six one six. It looks like so. Yeah, yeah, he's hanging out with Thor. Um, I I was curious if this was going to be like a just like him in his own world before he got uh, zapped, you know, as a variant. And I was just like, so does is, is that mean everybody is an alligator, or is everybody just a different animal? In that case, does everyone <laughs> talk or not talk, or is, do they grunt, or, well, you know, I was really curious, but now I see. But I mean, that doesn't mean we still might see some version of him um, in his original universe, which I, I'm really curious to see if they if they do that, like, what what's it going to be like? Can you imagine um, alligator? I'm re- Alligator, uh, Captain, uh, Captain America, or Alligator, Iron Man. I'm really, really, really intrigued by one of the images that's on the original tweet. It's a little further down, and it's Thor holding Alligator Loki. In the background, you can see Thrall running around. I'm scrolling through the. I clicked on the link. I'm scrolling through. The, which one is that? Uh, it's it's down a little bit. Oh, I see. I'm like the. He's really, really small. Yeah. In the back. <laughs> I love it. I love Throg. <laughs> you know, just like anything else, people are complaining about it, but, you know. Are they really? Yeah, there's people that are like, oh, does capitalism have to have to milk every single aspect of a story or franchise? Oh, my God. I mean, seriously, people have been doing this. This isn't new. Throg, Throg's been around since what? Like the early 90s? Like so, shut up! This is this is comic books. This is what they do. It's they, they, it's fun. Yeah, they they take you know little what ifs and like, hey, look at this. Hey, look at that. Like, that's the whole point. You know, this is amazing. I, um, I want to read it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't picked up. I I wanted to read it before, but now looking at the uh the artwork, <laughs> I, it's ludicrous. This is hilarious. This is the best thing ever. But yeah, I definitely have to pick this up. So. Um, okay, so, uh, this is where we're going to try a little something different. Uh, we're going to have a topic, um, that is, we can both relate to this week. Uh, this week's topic is playing video games while you're sick. Uh, we did not record the week before last because we had some severe technical issues. Uh, we were supposed to record it last week because, and we didn't, because I started getting sick. And, um, it's been hitting both of us. Yeah. I've been under the weather all week and I've, I, 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 um, I'd forgot, you know, sometimes you forget (laughs) things exist. And, uh, Jared, uh, was kind enough to remind me about emergency. And I've been drinking a pack of that every day. And I do feel like that has helped uh, along with, uh, the medications I've been taking to, get over this uh little sinus infection i got um i'm it it is it is some amazing stuff i noticed when i drink it like i immediately feel a little better as it's going down into my body yeah and, and i would i was le- i would just like put a little glass put a bottle of water and a packet uh right next to you know where i sleep and i wake up and before i even have my coffee i i do it and i and i drink it up so i get to start off the day just you know with like 1,000 something, per, you know, vitamin C in it. <laughs> thousand times daily content of uh, vitamin C. So, yeah, uh, I, I got, I was, had a bit of a fever uh, Sunday night, and by Monday morning, you know, it had 
died down. It was like 99, and then a little later, Monday morning, it went away. So, yeah, but I had picked up Gran Turismo 7 last week. And, you know, I didn't, technically I didn't pre-order it. I kind of did, but I kind of didn't. And I knew it was out coming out. I didn't really care much about it. I hadn't played a Gran Turismo in a while. And I, I, there was a headline title, um, a review, and basically a lot of the reviews said that it was a return to form, that yeah, it felt like playing the first uh, few, two, three games again, and it was really good. I'm like, ooh, you know what? I need some Gran Turismo in my life. And so last week, it was the beginning of the week, whenever the reviews started going up, I went ahead and I'm like, oh, it comes out this Friday. So I ordered it like a day or two before it came out and, you know, got it Friday and I started playing Saturday. And so, yeah, Monday, uh, I was still, you know, obviously not feeling well and I, I couldn't breathe or whatever, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play this game. I'm, I'm not supposed to be up right now, but <laughs> whatever. I'm going to play the game anyway. And I, I played for probably about an hour or so before I went back to sleep. And, um, but it got me thinking though about, you know, playing video games when you're sick. Uh, is this, Something that a lot of people did, you know, like say when they were kids, right? Mm-hmm. Did you? Okay, so I was wondering, did uh, did you ever do this when you were a kid? Like, you know, you're sick, you're sick, you stay home from school, and then you're sitting there and you're you're playing on uh, the Super Nintendo or something, you're playing some game. Yeah, um, plenty of days. Some days, even when I wasn't sick. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't. I never got to experience that um, because I didn't have access to, to video games when I was sick. Uh, I was at the wrong place. I'll just put it that way. Um, I didn't have games there. So, and even if I did where I was at, whenever every time I got sick as a kid, there's no way in hell they would have let me play them. <laughs> but even as I got older though, yeah, like I, we usually when I get sick, yeah, I'm, 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 we're talking like fevers of like 101 to 103, and playing games is normally not really something I, I care about. Yeah, you just you know? want to sleep and feel better. Yeah, I just, I just want to be over with. It. I, you know, um, I've noticed lately, I, um, some of my fevers haven't been as bad. Or I just feel pretty crappy in general, you know, you can't breathe, but, um, and I've been able to enjoy, uh, the gaming a little more. And it's just something I, I, you know, we play games. So obviously, yes, we enjoy them, but there's something about when you're sick and you're not feeling like you're on death's door or anything, but you still feel like crap and you can get into a game. And it just kind of, you kind of forget you're sick. For you escape. A bit, you know? Yeah. And you, you know, you pass some of the time a lot easier, I feel. Um, like something like, let's say, I think I did the, tried this with uh, a year or two ago with Call of Duty, World War II. Uh, I tried playing, I was, you know, I was playing online a lot at that point. And so I tried that. I was, I was not feeling so well. And I just, it wasn't doing it for me. You know, uh, I, I feel, I guess, the online aspect, uh, and maybe that kind of, uh, you know, you're playing an online shooter, it's it's kind of a rushed, kind of like, go, go, go type of experience, and it just, I, I couldn't, I, it was, I didn't want to do it, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this, like, never mind, and I think I, I just gave up on it, but I don't know, I guess, because it's a different type of game, because it is, stress, when you're playing Gran Turismo, I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I'm barely borderline mediocre at the game. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm working my way through the licenses. I got most of them, but I'm trying going back through them again, trying to get gold. And I, I'm getting, I'm getting pretty decent at taking a lot of corners better. But the Grand Turismo, it's not, it's not Need for Speed. And so, I mean, you, you can go balls to the wall and bounce off the walls and everything if you want, but you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to get penalized too. So yeah. Um, you really have to, to, to learn, uh, you know, how to control your throttle and, and your brake. 
and take the corners easier and so it, it can still it can still be pretty intense uh, especially if it's like you know it's down to the wire and you're trying to get that that first place uh, position or you're trying to um, beat their stupid uh, time preset times they have to uh, get bronze or silver or something for a license you know it can still like oh you know you're you're feeling your heart rate going a little bit but it still wasn't that bad i really i still enjoyed it and i don't know i mean what 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 other games would you would you want to play if you're sick or what would you not want to play i actually have uh two perfect examples and they're they're ones that i definitely leaned on heavily when i was sick probably in my teen years but the tony hawks pro skater series they're perfect cuz you know they're just relaxed enough but you can you know get serious but then uh okay. jrpgs work really well too oh yeah yeah i could see that especially if you're down for a few days you have a cold you know, bad cold like you know and you, it, it doesn't take a lot of motion yeah really because you just you know okay you get to sit and just kind of enjoy the story and you know mash the x button <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I feel uh, maybe stuff stuff like say uh, Minecraft or um, Sim City or uh, Cities Skylines whatever that yeah any of them is. Roller Coaster Tycoon uh, the the Farm Simulator the Truck Simulator things like that you know maybe I mean I don't know I mean some of those you may want to have more interaction maybe but yeah I feel like th- those are all uh, games to play. Luckily I don't get sick. You know, every other month, so it's not like I'm, you know, have a lot of, you know, I mean, no one wants to get sick that much. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually uh ready for some warmer weather just so, so I can get out of this cycle. This winter has been kind of bad for me for getting sick. Yeah, I've been pretty good at dodging it so far. Uh, for me, it's been, we have some really bad up and downs for weather here. Especially this week, it was like. Close to 70 degrees Thursday and Friday, and then we got six inches of snow Saturday. Oh, wow. And it's like 21 degrees outside right now. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> we we had, it wasn't that extreme uh, down here, but it was, I think like, it got into the 80s for a couple of days. And then it, it cooled off down back into the 50s and 60s. And then all of a sudden, hey, we're in the 30s. like. What's up? No. No, that's up. Yeah, your body can't get used to it. And if, you, like for me right now, I'm fighting off a sickness and it's it's just like I start feeling better and then it's like, no, no you, you get the fuck back in your place, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is everybody or just me. I'm sure a lot of people are like this, but I, I've noticed uh, when it's colder temperatures, my nose tends to run a bit more. Um, so if you're sick, and you you got a bit of a runny nose or congested or whatever already, and then you have to deal with the cold on top of that. It's just not, it's just not, not fun. Nope, no part of it is. I I don't I wonder if, I don't know if this is getting part of older, getting older, or uh, if this is just getting tired of the flip flop nature of the weather. But I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I, I'm ready for summer. <laughs> um. Traditionally, I've I've never really liked the heat or summer. I'm like, yeah, bring on winter, bring on the cold weather. But I I don't know. It's like I'm ready. To, yeah, I'm done with it. <laughs> no, I agree with you, a hundred percent. I used to love the winter. I still do. Generally, prefer cooler weather. But I'm definitely the older I'm getting, the more I'm like, I can see why people like summer. I can see why people retire to Florida when they get old. <laughs> yeah yeah it, things tend to hurt more <laughs> in the winter when it's cold um yeah arthritis sucks <laughs> yeah yeah uh sucks getting old <laughs> <laughs> well um you know if if you're if you're, if you're listening and you have some stories about um playing a game beating the game Playing your favorite game, rediscovering a love for an old game you forgot about well, when you were sick or whatnot, you know, 
uh, share them with us. You know, we'd like to hear it, you know? Oh, we'll talk about that. Most definitely. We'd love to hear it. Um, that's about it, huh? Yeah. Got anything uh, looking forward to this week there, Josh? Hmm. No. I do. I do <laughs> because I've been bad again. I'm bad. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. What did you do? Okay, so I recently discovered another niche thing for me to collect. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um. So they had... Yeah, You ever heard of Connectables? I think so. There, there was a game they put out with the original Connect for the Xbox 360 where you... It was like a Tamagotchi, but 3D, and you could interact with the Connect with your animal and, and play games and do stuff. Um... Really adorable. Um, not necessarily so much of a game as it, you know, like I said, it's more like a Tamagotchi. But they have collector's editions that came with stuffed animals. There's several there's several of them in very big boxes with stuffed animals. Uh I've bought two of them so far. <laughs> and I'm going to look for the other three or four probably over the next couple months. I also purchased X-Men Destiny for some stupid reason. It's uh, literally one of the worst games ever made. I kind of want to play it just to see. Uh, actually, it's the game that put Silicon Knights out of business. <laughs> um, it was so bad that they lost so much money, and then they tried to sue Epic over Unreal Engine not working the way they wanted to. And that's when it turned out that they didn't even have a valid license for Unreal Engine, and Silicon Knights was ordered to destroy the source code. Wow. So it it kind of had, I bought it more for that reason, just because it's a piece of history than, than you know, to actually play it. But I, I am going to probably boot it up just to see if it's that bad. What is that available on? Uh, it's a uh, seventh gen console. So uh, 360 and PS3 might be on the Wii U, might be. The only X, I, was, I wasn't sure if I had that. The only X-Men game I have is X-Men Legends on PS2. That's a great game. It is. I've never I've never played it. <laughs> um yeah, you should probably uh rectify that because they're actually really fun. Uh have you ever played Marvel Ultimate Alliance or well hell they're you know, they're almost kinda like Diablo even. Let me see. I have Ultimate Alliance on PS2. I've never played that either. <sighs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Jared, I have. I know, I know, I know. I have quite a few PS2 games that I've purchased that I have never played. <laughs> Specifically, PS2. <laughs> I mean, it goes across the board, really, but um, the, the PS2 I have the most games for. So, um, yeah, I mean, trust me, there's games for it that I want to play now. And I, I, I can't even do that, to be honest. Well, they're all still packed away. Yeah. I I don't have too many PS2 games. I'm not as bad as you. For me, it's uh, the original Xbox and yeah. Dreamcast that I have a lot of games for. Well, I mean, who knows? Some of those that you have for Xbox that you may have not played, I may have, have for the PS2, if they're multi-platform anyway. Yeah, I have quite a few multi-platforms. Uh, you know, there's some good games. That was a good generation for consoles, it really was. Yeah, I think it's... I mean, each generation has something that I appreciate it for. You know, um, I feel like 3D games really came into their own on the PS3. The Yeah, yeah the PS3 360 generation is where the modern 3D game first appeared. Because be yeah, before that... There was all these like segmented controller styles and camera control methods and yeah, the, they were still figuring that out yeah. in the PS2 gen. Um, the PS3, yeah, they really started to solidify things, but the PS2 era still has a lot of stuff that like a lot of good stuff. Um, Odin that, Sphere, Rogue, Rogue Galaxy, yeah, the Marvel vs. Capcom two. Marvel vs. Capcom you know, 2. We're not going to see anything like that again. You know, the odds of, you know, because all the fighters are have tra uh, switched to this sort of 3D-ish, you know, sort of layout. So the odds of us seeing, like, another Marvel 2D fighter 
a new one, it's I don't, likely not going to happen. I don't mind the new style. I just wish it wouldn't have uh, cannibalized the old style though in the process. I do like the new fighting games. I've you know I've enjoyed Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. And so King of Fighters. Yeah, I haven't played. I haven't played the new three uh, D King of Fighters games. I played a little bit of it of the fifteen. I got that a few weeks ago, and it's uh yeah I like it. Um, I mean, I, Arc Systems Works is still doing two D fighters, aren't they? I can't remember if they're two D or if they're two point five D, like cell shaded. I have you know? I have Dragon Balls uh fighters, and it's it's two D. Yeah, but I can't yeah, remember. I, with, I can't remember bit. if Guilty Gear or uh uh what's the other game? <laughs> um, Blaz Blue. Yeah, Blaz Blue. I was I, yeah, I, I had the I, color in my head, but it couldn't. I I got one of those from uh, Limited Run. I think that was like one of the last games I bought from Limited Run. Oh yeah. Um. Obviously, I don't have it yet, but yeah. Um. I didn't get it. I I passed on that one, and I wish I would know. So. Yeah, that one was kind of an impulse. It was like I wasn't sure. I was like, ah, whatever. I'll just buy it. You know. They make good games. Well. Yeah. Arc System Works. They've made. They've, they do. They've made some good. Uh. Didn't they used to make role-playing games back in the day, too? Uh, I don't know about that. I have to look that up now. Alright, so, I'm, I was, you know, because I was curious. Um, um, I looked it up in Guilty Gear Strive. I have that for the PS4. So, that feature 3D visuals that could be mistaken for hand-drawn anime. 2.5D. Mm. So, that's weird that I thought I have... Wasn't there a new Guilty Gear? Don't I have that? Why is that? That Guilty one? Gear Strive. That was the new one. Okay, thought there was another one for some reason. Um, yeah, so that had a two point five D. Um, I don't know if if um, oh, what was the one before that? Uh, I don't know how you say it. It was like third, but with an X. XRD. Yeah, something like that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't. I have that on the PS3. I know that was also released on. The PS4, or like a, oh yeah, uh, XRD sign, and then there was another one. You know, they always they always it's the it's so annoying <laughs> about the Guilty Gear series and other ones too. Like here's the game, yes, and then like six months later, here's it's the game again, this game, <laughs> but with two extra characters and some like yeah, why? Because you know you want the complete, the ultimate with everybody in it. You know, um. Okay, so it uh, looks like XRD had, um, let's see, because I'm, I'm just reading the, uh, the summary on my, in my uh, game catalog app, and this says, uh, develop, uh, is legendary for its 2D animation style, and decided to bring that sensibility to the world of 3D. So that one on the PS3 might be 2.5D as well. I just remember that one. I was thinking, oh, it's PS3, it's going to be uh, HD, and it's going to look all nice. That one, you know, they had, like, it wasn't quite as pristine as I expected. I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, it was still a fun game. I still enjoyed it. Um, but, you know, I, I, th- I think Sign, um, or, yeah, Strive, I'm sorry, Strive was a little, look, looked, uh, I would hope it looked better <laughs> on the PS4. Um I I can't remember if it was like perfect, you know, like what I expected, or if it's still kind of like a hmm, that looks like it could be polished a little more. I can't remember to be honest. It's been a while since I messed with it. As far as stuff I'm looking forward to uh, today. See, so, so I I, play, I started playing uh, Gran Turismo on Saturday of last week, and I've been playing it here and there. I've put over. I haven't looked at it yet, but I know I've I've put in over twenty hours. Maybe 21, 22 hours into the game so far. I have 43 cars. I think three of them were, I got in the, it was like a three bundle pack or whatever with a, a redeemable code that came with the game. And so out of the 39, there was the first car that I bought and the others I was awarded by uh, completing the license or you know, doing races, you know. Yeah. 
you went you went that route and I hit up Mass Effect uh Legendary Edition. <laughs> That's what I've been playing. I'm I'm about thirty hours into that. Yeah, I, I tried I had in touch Call of Duty and I try I forced myself to play it today and I played like two matches and I was like yeah, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I quit. Um, yeah, so I just I'm all about the Grand Turismo right now. I guess I know we got um uh the Mario Kart DLC hits this month. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks. Isn't that uh <laughs> next week? Yeah, next uh on the 18th, I believe Friday. So I need to go ahead and get it. I know I, I can get like. I think five, at least five dollars off, off of it. It's like twenty four ninety nine. I get five bucks off because I have enough points. I bought a, a few games. I was I was trying to trying to like you know maximize, you know, trying to save some money on the DLC. Right? It's like, well, let me go get some look at some games I would have bought otherwise. You know, and I was trying to like get little little things here and there, and I did get. Let me see. Um. And it's funny, I got it and I haven't even messed with it. There is Mean Green, the Mean Greens Plastic Warfare, where you're like little army men, but I didn't get a chance to play that one yet. I did, remember we talked about that one game, or, or you sent me the link, or I sent you the link, or whatever, of uh, Hyper, you sent the TikTok, I think, the Hypercharge Unboxed? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It was where the, the guy was, uh, he made the game, but like, like with your toy soldiers, little toys were going to war. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looked cool. I got that on the Switch, and it seemed interesting. But it's not. It it, it feels, I believe he's, I, if I'm not mistaken from the TikTok, I believe he's still working on it. He's still putting stuff into it, whatever, which is good. Um... Because it's not a fully polished game, I feel. It's a little... It felt a little sloppy and a little kind of generic in a lot of places. But I, I didn't spend a lot of time with it. I, I picked it up. And I, think, I don't know. It was like 15 bucks, 20 bucks, something like that. I'm like, you know what? Let me support the guy. Try this. That looks neat. Um, It was okay. You know? Yeah, I think it's on Steam and PlayStation 2 as well. Or probably Xbox, I would assume. The one that really was kind of a standout for me, though, that I picked up was called tiny lands i think that i think it was on sale i don't I'm, I'm probably not still on sale but it wasn't too expensive but you get like this little you get kind of like an isometric sort of point of view of this little 3d little section right and there's two of them side by side and it's basically uh find the differences you, you got to find the slight differences between the two pictures and you can zoom in, zoom out, and rotate it 360 degrees. So it might be like, you know, um, there's one extra bird, or this rock's a different shape, or this bird is a different color, or something, you know. So it's not like great groundbreaking stuff here, but it was like, this looks like something I could just, like a little casual mess around for, you know, 20, 30 minutes, waste some time if I want to, you know, something, you know. Yeah. So. If you like that kind of stuff, you know, I, I feel Tiny Lands on the Switch. I don't know if it's on other consoles. I would assume it is. I didn't, I didn't research I think it. this is a game that I actually played. This is the one I'm thinking of. I played a game that was similar to that, though. Okay. Now I kind of want to play this. It does look like it would be, like you said, just a little time waster. Yeah. yeah it's not that expensive, I don't think. $6.99 on Steam. Oh, see, there you go. I think I, I got it on sale on the Switch. It was like two bucks or something, I think, when I got it. So definitely it was a deal, you know. I definitely need more games for my uh, Steam Deck when I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah, same here. You know, It's good to be back on here, though. We skipped the last two weeks, but we're going to rock and roll. Yes. <laughs> I, I was trying to stream um, a bit more. I obviously getting sick, kind of threw a wrench into all that. I have a, had a, I streamed a couple. I think I, I might have thrown one of them on up on YouTube. It was a uh, wildly inappropriate game for kids. 
Um, so yeah, I won't be streaming that during prime time or during the day or anything. It'll probably be in the middle of the night when I'm off work or something again. Yeah, I did some Minecraft streaming, uh, a little bit of Call of Duty. And, I mean, who knows what else I'll, I'll do. Whatever's on the PlayStation, I guess. Uh, obviously, I don't have a professional setup. I don't have a camera. And, and uh, the only mic I have is the one that's uh, on the headset I use. So it's all I can use right now since I'm streaming through the PlayStation. I can't, you know. Yeah, we'll try to do some more of that. Yeah, someday, someday you and I will be able to play together, hopefully. Yeah, that'd be nice. Where uh, in the world can they find us on the interwebs? Just on the interwebs? <laughs> Just the interwebs. <laughs> We're on Facebook and Instagram as Whiskey Danger 7. We're on Twitter as Whiskey Danger 1. Uh, TikTok, we are at Whiskey Danger Show. You have a Discord. Uh, Anchor.fm is forward slash Disky. <laughs> Disky Wanger, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Danger Whiskey. Um, if you go to anchor.fm and look us up, you can actually leave us messages, call in, listen to our podcast. Uh, they also distribute our podcast to various other platforms, such as Apple, Google, uh, Spotify. We are also on iHeartRadio, I believe now. So, yeah, check us out. Leave us a message. Uh, Want to hear some stories, uh, like like we said earlier, you know, if anybody has any cool stories about playing games when they were sick, let us know. Interaction is good. That's all yeah. I got. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's all we got, and maybe, maybe I'll upload uh, some embarrassing videos of me bouncing my car very unprofessionally around the track on Gran Turismo. I, I definitely need to upload the one I showed you, Jared. <laughs> I'd like to see it. Uh, so, till next time, uh, go get that uh, that game bundle on itch.io help support the Ukrainian people. Check out some good games for a good cause. It's a win-win. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, hang out and be safe. Later, people. Later. Later.